Welcome to The Verb with Heather Hallman, where each week she explores a different life-changing verb in the Bible to connect you with Jesus and a new way to live each day. With your host, Dr. Heather Hallman. Welcome back to The Verb. I'm Heather Holloman, and we've been looking at Psalm 9710, God guards the lives of his faithful ones. And what happened to me when I began to really believe that God had a guarding presence in my life and what that would mean for some of my toxic mindsets. Last week, we looked at just not living under condemnation anymore, that we're really guarded by Christ's righteousness, and we move forward with confidence in our lives. But the second toxic mindset I was dealing with was just so much anxiety and fear all the time. And I was like, God, you are a presence of peace. Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace. Why aren't I experiencing this guarding presence of peace? My favorite devotional writer is Hannah Whittle-Smith, and she said this, Plenty of outward discomforts there may be, and many earthly sorrows and trials, but through them all the soul that knows God cannot but dwell inwardly in a fortress of perfect peace. Now, I began to look at that phrase, fortress of perfect peace. And as I began to look at the imagery in the Bible of how people imagined the guarding presence of God, I was amazed, like I had said, like I've told you before, over 100 times in the Psalms, you'll see these images of God's guarding care. My favorite, though, thinking of that idea of a fortress of perfect peace was Psalm 62.6, where it says, truly, God is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. Or even Psalm 71, be to me a rock of refuge to which I may continually come. You are my rock and my fortress. So I want you to think about that fortress, whatever image comes to mind, that you can be in a fortress of perfect peace. It's a beautiful image of of just this strong soul that you have because You're indwelt by the Holy Spirit. It's this fortress of perfect peace. And it's funny, I did get to meet the traveling companion of Corey Ten Boom when I was younger in my late 20s. And, you know, as someone who really battled a lot of, you know, I would call them unstable moods, uh, the traveling companion, Ellen Stamp, she said this to me. She said, Heather, the ups and downs of your heart are like the waves of the sea, but the Holy Spirit is a calm place within you. And I just love that, the idea that the Holy Spirit is a calm place within me, that as you think about peace, as you think about that fortress of perfect peace, what would it mean for you to move forward into your day understanding that kind of calm presence of the Lord? Now, I had a visual kind of reminder of this. My husband and I were driving down a very familiar North Carolina road where for years we would always see this one building that was crumbling down. You know those kind of houses or businesses on the side of the road where you think to yourself, why doesn't someone just tear that down? What's going on? It was so old, so worn down. Well, one year we drove down that same road and that building looked different to me. They had all these lights on. They had all these cars around. It looked like there was music was playing and it it just looked like this fabulous thing going on. And as we approached, I saw this sign that I wrote down in my journal because it was so beautiful. And here is what the sign said. So remember that crumbling building and then picture this sign. This is what it said, under new management. 
I just smiled as I drove by because I knew what that meant, that whoever had owned that business before that wasn't taking care of it, that building was now under new management. And I wrote in my journal, that's what it's like, the life of Christ. We are under new management. If you think about your soul falling apart inside, think about the new management of the Lord, that he is responsible for everything concerning you. You don't need to live in fear or worry. So as I looked at that guarding presence, that fortress of peace, I began to look into the New Testament about that image of God's guarding care and his peace. And of course, the most famous passage is Philippians 4, 7, where it talks about presenting your request to God. And it says this, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Now that verb guard, it's different than the Old Testament uh, Hebrew shemer. This is a verb that means sort of to come under the military protection of peace. Imagine your heart under military protection, your heart, your mind, your soul. It's beautiful to think of being guarded that way by God's perfect peace. One of the anchoring verses I used as I was continuing my battle with anxiety was 2 Thessalonians 3.16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. May the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. So the year that I was writing uh, Guarded by Christ, I just began to ask the Lord, what do I need to believe is true about you? to be able to have peace in any situation. You know, I had looked at uh, a great quote by Billy Graham, and he said this, the will of God will never take you where the grace of God cannot sustain you. And I thought, okay, God, whatever's happening in my life, it's the will of God to take me there. And so the grace of God is going to sustain me there. And I began to really go into kind of some theological exploration of how can I trust God's perfect peace in any situation that I'm in? Because remember, Hannah Whittle Smith says you're going to have earthly sorrows and trials. You're going to have a lot of discomfort in your life. But if you know God, you can dwell inwardly in a fortress of perfect peace. So first I looked at Ephesians 1.11 and this idea that God is able to work out everything in conformity to the purpose of his will. So when something was happening to me that caused a lot of stress, I would, I would say, no, no, God, you're a God who works out everything in my life in conformity to the purpose of, the, of your will. And I also looked at Philippians 3.20, where it talks about Jesus who has the power to bring everything under his control. That got me really excited when I was stressed out, worried about things. I just said, Lord, I'm in, I'm in the fortress of perfect peace. I'm under new management. You are bringing everything in my life under your perfect control. Finally, I began to understand God's guarding presence of peace through Psalm 23, and I, it's it's probably the most you know quoted of Psalms, but it's really beautiful. I'll read it to you and think about God and his perfect peace in your life. It just said this. It just says this. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I love Psalm 23. I love the verbs of God in Psalm 23. Look at this. He leads you. He is with you. He is a comfort. He's preparing. He's anointing. Now that verb anoint means you have the power and presence of God. It is beautiful to just look at Psalm 23 and those verbs of God. I found a sermon um, written in, um, I guess, 1650 by uh, Reverend Wilkinson. He was a member of the British Army. He composed an 81-page paper entitled, The Saints Travel to the Land of Canaan, Wherein Are Discovered 17 False Rests. 17 False Rests. Now, why did that matter to me? I was looking at Psalm 23 and these resting places that I can rest with God. And here I found there was this sermon that said the reason why we are not resting in God is we're actually resting in all these other false resting places. Anything from health, you know, money, reputation, even right doctrine is a resting place where we think if we get this right, all will be well. But that sermon, that that paper really ends with the idea of of Psalm 62.5, my soul finds rest in God alone. My hope comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. Next week, we're going to look at God's guarding presence as hope, that instead of despair, you can experience God as the God of hope. Thank you for listening to The Verb with Heather Holloman. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And remember, new episodes every Friday. This episode was brought to you by my friends at Moody Publishers. I have loved publishing my books with Moody because they donate every dollar of profit to the Moody Bible Institute. So when you purchase my book, you help train the next generation of Christian leaders. Learn more about my books with Moody Publishers at heatherholloman.com.